The Inner Child Part 2, Six Stepping Stones for Inner Child Reintegration and Healing. Inner Child Reintegration is about bridging our physical bodies and our emotional bodies in the heart space where our spiritual body can come forth. Childhood trauma created a split between our inner child and our present moment, which opens space for layers of suffering to gather in between and push the inner child and our present moment further and further apart. Essentially, this also created the split between physical body and emotional body, because our emotions are the pathways to our inner child. When this split occurs, the heart closes and also closes up many pathways to our spiritual body, because our spiritual body emerges from our heart space. The split between our emotional body and our physical body grew over time, separating ourselves from our feelings and also separating our ability to process our feelings. And the inability to process our feelings only closes our hearts more, which compacts internal energy into stored energy that would have otherwise been expelled or transmuted. Inner child reintegration is a healing of the relationship between you and your inner child. Your inner child is not wounded, but there are wounds that separate you from your inner child. And as you address each wound, you open healing more and more. So here are six stepping stones for inner child reintegration and healing, which will help bring more ease and understanding and compassion to your inner child reintegration journey. Number one, we take responsibility for our actions and our feelings. Most of our feelings trigger today, both positive and negative, are emotional imprints of our inner child. For example, you probably know people who are silly and laugh at all the jokes, and you probably know people who are more closed and don't even laugh at jokes. The difference between these two people is their emotional response. The inner child holds an emotional imprint that says, I will be playful in response to life, or I will not be playful in response to life. Both of these imprints are created through a child's experience, You see, we would not know playfulness as an adult if we did not experience playfulness as a child. Taking responsibility is holding yourself accountable for how you are responding or reacting to life. And if you are not responding desirably, then there is responsibility in understanding the energy behind your inner child that is imprinting upon your life right now. A deeper example of taking responsibility for our actions and our feelings is in every emotional response or reaction that you have to life. You must understand that that emotional response or reaction that you're having is coming from deep within you. It's not coming from anything happening to you. So it's about recognizing your emotional responses and reactions to life. How playful are you? How open are you? How receptive are you? Or how closed are you? How burdened are you? How blocked are you? How in resistance are you? Start taking a look at how you are responding or reacting to life, and that will allow you the opportunity to understand where your responsibility lies in terms of your own internal actions and feelings. Number two, we open our hearts to sensitivity. 
splintering the inner child from our present moment is what initially separated the physical and the emotional bodies to begin with. But the heart is the passageway between our physical body and our emotional body by utilizing the energy of our spiritual body. Our spiritual body helps us process and transcend emotions. The journey of emotions requires an open heart to fully process. However, when the emotional and physical bodies split from each other, the heart is often affected by becoming a wall or a barrier in between. Closing the heart is what helps protect the body from physically experiencing intense emotions. So you see, as the physical body and the emotional body split through childhood trauma, fear, separation, etc., the heart puts up a wall automatically in between the two. That barrier protects the physical body from fully physically experiencing what the emotional body will experience. However, that only adds more separation. It only adds more disconnection between the two. And because the heart is also the gateway to the spiritual body, then it creates a disconnection even more from the spiritual body as well. The spiritual body can only truly be recognized when the physical body and the emotional body come together in union in the heart, and that's what opens up the spiritual connection, the spiritual body. So we're now seeing how all of this disconnection is occurring, and our inner child reintegration is about bringing all of those aspects, all of those bodies back together, breaking down the barriers of the heart so that we can embrace and really reintegrate all of these aspects of us in union in the heart. So the process of opening the heart more to sensitivity begins with your willingness to fully be with and understand your emotions, that they are not something to run away from, but something to sit and learn from. So this is about pulling your physical and your emotional bodies together and allowing your physical body to be with your emotional body. What used to feel uncomfortable in terms of being with your emotions, the reason why the split occurred is because your physical body didn't want to feel those emotions. Now it's about leaning into that discomfort and allowing those two, the physical body and the emotional body, to come together, to unionize, to harmonize, to be in the presence of each other because that's your natural state of connection. Number three, we are willing to change. Opening the heart requires a willingness to change. This is because a blocked heart becomes the cause of a lot of stubborn, stagnant, and unchangeable attributes, as well as dis-ease. It digs a person into the ground of where they are because it feels most comfortable and safe. So much so that stepping out of this comfort zone is what brings the most dis-ease, discomfort, and resistance. Feeling emotions and moving with the waves of emotions requires a person to be very flexible, open, adaptable, and willing to change along with the tides of emotions. This is hard for a lot of people because staying the same is predictable and secure. Change is uncomfortable and often turbulent, but the fear behind change is what also becomes the joy and excitement of moving into something new. Number four, we let go. Change introduces the process of letting go because change requires a sifting and sorting of energy in order to propel you into a new direction. It's similar to the changes a race car has to go through at a pit stop. 
everything needs to be checked, even the tires are changed out. This is to give it momentum and that surge of energy for the next stage of the race. Letting go is often difficult for people who find comfort in their attachments. This is why willingness to change is often necessary before willingness to let go. Change requires letting go in order to embrace something new. But if we are attached to old patterns and programs, letting go becomes harder, which also prevents the ability for change to happen. Number five, we exchange a judgmental lie for a compassionate heart. The difference between an open heart and a closed heart is judgment and compassion. The reason why the walls went up in the heart in the first place is due to judgment of some kind upon the inner child, which ripped apart our sense of innocence and purity, whether it was through fear, trauma, shame, etc. Judgment is any type of external blunt force. What happens when that initial blunt force splinters our emotional body and our physical bodies is the heart puts up a barrier to separate the two, and the blunt force that we may have experienced in some way, shape, or form is then what instills our own sense of inner judgment. Over many years, we learn how to fine-tune this inner judgment. It shows up in many ways, but the common thread of any type of judgment is an energy force that pushes against. That is the blunt force that we offer ourselves when we judge ourselves, or that we offer to others when we judge others. Opening the heart through compassion is what softens that force, because it softens how we choose to perpetuate judgment within ourselves. It softens the grip of judgment almost immediately, because its energy force goes the opposite way. Judgment is an energy force that pushes against... Compassion comes forth from the heart and is an energy that embraces and invites in. And finally, number six, we understand ourselves as children. It's easy to forget who we were as children, especially the older we get. But our human design was never meant to outgrow our childlike. Our human design was meant to take our childlike into every area of growth. The purpose of this is because the childlike is the eyesight of God. And to take your childlike into every area of growth means that you can perceive all of who you truly are, even through contrast, with the eyesight and perspective of your greater being or God. If we took our childlike into every area of growth, we would witness our expansion, our contraction, and everything in between. It would not be an experience of suffering, but an experience of integrating knowledge, growth, and remembrance of who we truly are in any situation. To remember who we were as children is an opportunity to reinstate our inner child who can help bring that forward for us. And even if there are many layers of wounds in between us and our inner child, remembering who we were as children and being able to offer a sense of unconditional love to ourselves in our most vulnerable states will help us to reintegrate our inner child more and more with who we are right now. 